So let's go ahead. I'm just going to throw it out there. We're going to skip the onlines. We're going to skip 11 and 14. Yes. Let's jump into 12. I have a... Okay. So what is his name? Vaughn? Vaughn. Discount Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. I refer to him. Yeah. yeah let's... Uh, if we were V-O-N? to... V-O-N? No, it's like V-A-N. V-A-A. Oh, yeah, V-A-N. it's a Hindu word. V-A-A-N? V-A-A-N. Vaughn. I'm, I'm going to... Uh, like Vaughn Nisselroy. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. That's a soccer player. It's Dutch. Uh, yeah. I Nisselroy. am it's Captain the same way. whatever it was. Like <laughs> I'm Captain Bosch of Dalmasca. Yeah, he's got some <laughs> terrible voice acting. So, and two, he always sounds like, hey, Pinello. Right. Let's just go. Yeah. So, so 12. <laughs> 12. Now, I'm going to say Vaughn is probably one of the crappiest protagonists. Yeah. Now, is he the protagonist? I know, right? Yeah. I have a lot of love for Final Fantasy XII. And mm-hmm. again, I think that there's just something to be said that these games find you at a certain season in life when they come out. And depending on where you're at, maybe they resonate, maybe they don't. Yes. For me, when it came out, Final Fantasy XII was a perfect moment, like early in my marriage. And we didn't have a ton of, you know disposable income to go out and do all these awesome things so some of it was like hey what do you want to do tonight oh let's just stay in and play mm, final fantasy you yeah. know what i mean yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay and so i think that's part of why it has such yeah. a soft spot it's a beautiful yeah. moment though it like is, i don't yeah. play these games i play with connor and you, 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 you play 10 with with blythe mm-hmm. right and then you, you you use the stage like video that's just a beautiful moment yeah, yeah. can we take a second let's just take a second <sighs> uh-oh <laughs> weeping <laughs> <laughs> anyways keep going all right 12 um 12 it does a lot of things really great. So 12 I think of as the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Definitely. But with <laughs> but if okay, I'm sorry that sentence 12 was really great. 12 was like the prequel. Well, no, okay, but wait, like wait, the wait, world, like the world yeah. that it's set in, like hardcore the Star Wars like, prequel trilogy. It hardcore feels like yeah. Star Wars. But okay, in that But sense. if you injected Han and Chewie in the Star Wars Prequel trilogy. Which would be, what was his name? Fran and Balthier. And Balthier, yeah. yeah. Balthier and... is totally Han Solo. He's, He's a pretty exactly dope character. Han Solo. Yes. That game is, so that game is Fran, uh, Fran and, and Balthier with a bunch of cheap Star Wars knockoffs. Exactly. You know, and they're great characters. Like, I would play a whole game with just those two. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're just amazing. But 12... To emphasize my point earlier when I said it has a lot of great things, the Gambit system yeah. in, in 12 is genius. I, I wish so. they would bring that back. You know, uh, Its sense of openness without being an MMO right. is really good, too. But it almost kind of mimicked it in a way. Like, yeah. mimicked an MMO, like, even with the way the map's laid out yeah. and it the It felt battles. like one, but yeah. it was still a single-player game. Right. Yeah. So I think um, those like there's a lot of great structure stuff to Final Fantasy XII. It's just unfortunate that I think like the story meanders a lot. Yeah. Um, to where like what's the name of the main villain that I think it was like Vane. Vane, yeah. Vane uh, Solidor. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. See, I just needed the noun. <laughs> um, but uh, or whatever it was. Anyways, so Vane. You see him early on, and you're kind of like, oh, he's a good guy. And then, like, halfway through, you're like, wait, and then he's not a good guy. And then you forget about him for, like, 20 hours. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I guess he's the last boss. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, spoilers. Um, but then, too, there's, like, Judge Gabranth yeah. in that game, who's a great character. But you don't see that much of him in the game, you know? 
So I spent like 200 hours playing that game and didn't even get everything. Yeah. But the the storyline kind of meanders, I think. Yeah. You know? So are all, real quick, I should ask this at the beginning, but are all the main numerical games uh, non-action-based? Final Fantasy Fifteen is action. Okay, yeah. second question. And that's largely, I think, just due to... Trend. Popularity. De- definitely yeah. trend. But I, I personally think also because of uh, Nomura, the fact that, you know, he did... He was on Kingdom Hearts... And then they brought him over, and I think that because they had to kind of like reboot development and do all this stuff, mm, they just lifted that. Yeah, oh, that's I, interesting. I think because you know he's been kind of like steering the ship over. You know, starting. I mean, I don't know if he started before seven, but I yeah, know he's he, character designer on character seven. designer yeah. back then. And then we've seen his influence kind of grow. Yeah, within Square Enix over time. And personally, I kind of wonder how much of it is the fact that he didn't start out as the director on that game, but then he eventually, when they were like, it's been 10 freaking years, we got to get this thing out the door. <laughs> like a dad coming into the room, <laughs> clean up this mess. <laughs> That's how Square runs their business. <laughs> so 12, so much love. Um, most definitely Balthier and Fran. Like I have so much love forever towards those two characters. Um, but you hate Pinello. Like, give me one reason to love Pinello. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do one. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of love, super good. They did some really cool, creative things in there. Um, let's talk about to me one of the oddest, not necessarily worst or whatever, but just the oddest Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy 13. Yes. So 13. Real quick, do you agree with the statement that it's odd? At least just that same. Odd. Um, or what do you mean by odd? When I say yeah, odd, I guess in part, when I say odd, uh, let's see. Again, another game that has I'm having super, so much fun just learning right had now. a super long development time. I remember like PS3 wasn't even like out yet when they were like doing E3s like PS3 coming soon. And they're like, Final Fantasy 13. And you're like, oh, and then it didn't come out for like another six years. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you guys are announcing games too early. Right. Yeah, like I'm going to have kids by the time this game comes out. Yeah. Now, do you mean odd in terms of unorthodox, just like in the context of the series? Uh, in part, in part, I, hmm, let's see. Some of it is even just the fact that, okay, Final Fantasy games obviously are very narrative based, very linear storytelling, but Final Fantasy 13 gets linear quite literally to where most of the game if you were to map out the the dungeons and the path is literally just like a hallway. And I have. It is a hallway. <laughs> yeah, most of the game. Yeah. yeah, like I just feel like until you get to that one place where it kind of opens up the map. Right. Now was that uh Grand Pulse? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, when you get to Grand Pulse, I feel like because of that it the when you're playing through the game to me it's so limiting and because it like takes it's not necessarily the first one to do this but because of how limiting it is when you're like running down a hallway you know you're following different for chapters you're like okay now we're with lightning and then okay this chapter closed now we're with snow right um it was so linear and so, like, you're following different groups of characters and what they're doing throughout these different chapters. It just felt like there was a disconnect to, like, the overall, you know, arch of where the story was going. And, and for you to invest as a cohesive plot, mm-hmm. I felt like it didn't quite 
execute as well as, as as it could have. Yeah. I didn't hate the game. I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought Lightning was a cool character. Even though he was kind of a, a doofus, I I liked Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the whole freaking... I just am a sucker for like fireworks scenes. So when you have like snow and lightning's little sister, like watching these fireworks, I'm like, it's so beautiful. I just love watching this. Um, it was cool, but also kind of weird. And I hated, I hate again, going back to like things that have to be pronounced. I'm like the false and the Lucia. Yeah. Like the, I can't remember all this I don't know. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, the world building was super dense in, in 13, sometimes impenetrable. Yeah. I mean, you felt as if you were watching a cutscene for 50 hours. It really did. Yeah. There, Too far. I think that, I think that one of the issues with the structure of 13 um, is there's not enough player agency. There's yeah, not for enough sure. choice. Like, I kept wishing, I kept wishing that, and to clarify, initially I hated 13. When I finished it, I was like, that was, you know, every dumpster fire that you can imagine. <laughs> um, over time, my opinions on it have softened dramatically yeah. uh, to focus on its strengths and its weaknesses, in my opinion. Um, but can't remember what I was going to say. That's fine. But structurally, I think the game has issues. I actually really disliked um, Lightning. Um, I take back... Is Lightning a character? Or a... She's the yeah. protagonist. She's the pink-haired. Yeah. Gunblade wielding. Yeah, I I take back an unfair statement that I made originally, which was that she was a female cloud. Um, I think that's too unfair. Um, I don't think she's as tra- traumatized as Cloud was. Um, but and to clarify too, now I've been accused of saying, well, it's just because she's a female character that you think she's horrible, whereas you tolerated that in cloud. In cloud, like I think Cloud is a jerk too. And I also think Lightning's a jerk. So, like, on the same level of jerkdom. (laughs) (laughs) Jerkdom. Of jerkdom. But uh, shout out to somebody I know, Lightning Ellen, who is a very big advocate of this game, who found within the character of Lightning um, somebody that really she could gravitate toward and look up to. And I think that that's really special, that people find their home in this series. Like you mentioned earlier, everybody sort of has their favorite one. Right. Except for dummies, I guess. Yeah. But, right. uh, the movie. But, the movie. The movie. Oh, there you go. The trailer of the movie. Yeah, the trailer. I never even saw the movie. <laughs> oh. uh, but, um, so that, that's, that's a, that is a, an experience that you cannot take away from somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what criticism I have of this game, if you found yourself in it, then that is that is the most valuable thing that you could find in a video game. Exactly. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think that that's part of the beauty of what RPGs, JRPGs as a genre, what they bring to the table. Full is immersion? That they give you that opportunity to find characters that just resonate with you or mm-hmm. stories that resonate with you and stick with you after you're done. And I think that's one of the cool things that Final Fantasy, every numbered entry is pretty much a new story is because it gives you a new chance that, you know, maybe this is going to be the one that really resonates mm-hmm. and it might be different from the last one with new gameplay mechanics and new whatever, but it might just be that 
these set of heroes strike a chord with you in a way that the last ones didn't. And I think that's perfectly valid yeah. and important um, for, for each person because I can look at, I can look at some games that I have that are like my all time faves that at the end of the day, if I'm being perfectly honest, are probably not because they are the best game, but because it just resonated. Mm-hmm. The a differentiation, a differentiation between favorite and best right. is a good differentiation to make, I think. Um, and to comment on 13 as well, uh, it had a great battle system, I thought. Yeah. It was very dynamic, and it was different and fun. So there, there are strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard um, of, like, math rock? So it's like emo has kind of branched into, like, math rock a little bit, where it's, like, really complicated rhythms and, and chord progressions. And <laughs> this is, like, I'm going to tie it together right here. <laughs> JRPGs kind of are like mathy because it's like a constant like numbers barrage as you're like strike oh nine thousand hit points yes oh, okay yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you're like forever measuring like okay so if I up my stats on this and I can there's even trophies in like Final Fantasy 15 where it's like hit I don't know, I'm like over exaggerating but it's like hit ten thousand points with a single attack and you're like yeah I could do that <laughs> the numbers crunching yeah of the JRPG right genre big part of it definitely big before i mean i remember writing down hp points and how much damage i did to try and track if i could beat a boss in so many turns <laughs> and stuff like that. you don't do that anymore Dang. yeah that's so, so that's determination right there yeah. 13 beautiful in its own way i actually yes. really enjoyed it i like I, I know i called it odd earlier but just because there's some odd creative decisions but i actually as a whole i like it um now let's get into the most recent entry before uh, before we get to our favorites let's get to the most recent entry final fantasy 15 xb um that means 15 <laughs> roman numerals see what he did there i saw that <laughs> he's catching on i'm catching up um okay Goodness gracious, what do we say about 15? When the night has come. <laughs> is that the song that's on that's the radio in the trailer. when you're pushing it's it? That's on the trailer. And oh. the land is dark. Hang on, I'm having a moment. Okay, okay sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's over. The moment's over. Uh, and that's Final Fantasy 15. The moment's over. <laughs> I, I think it suffered. It's unfortunate. So, like, obviously we talked earlier, for instance, I'm going to use this as an example you're a fan of Shadow of the Colossus, you know, Fumito Ueda's masterpiece. I think that was like the pinnacle of his creation. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, he had Ico, another beautiful game that I deeply have so much love for. But I remember 2005, I, and it's not even an RPG, I swear on my life, I've probably played at least 200 hours worth of Shadow of the Colossus. Um and it's like, there's only 16 bosses and nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got to catch those lizards. <laughs> I got to catch yeah. those lizards. <laughs> yeah. All the fruit trees. Yeah, that's Come on, dog. Fruit. You got to get those fruit trees. I remember thinking, climbing up to the, the secret garden. Yes. I remember thinking with all that fruit, he's going to have diarrhea. <laughs> after that. that was my only thought. Um, beautiful, existential, incredible, light saturated majesty. But from the time it was over, 
back in 2005, I was waiting. What are you going to do next, man? Let's see it. Let's see it. By the time 10 years rolls around, 10 Wait, years. 15 came out in 2015? No, 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 no. I'm talking about from Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought. I thought to the next time yeah. that creator finally finished his next game, The Last Guardian, 10 years had passed. And no game can survive that kind of development time. The hype of the fans who loved it. Yeah. The only reason they're going to let a game go into development for that long is because it had a fan base so strong that no matter what, we got to give it to them. But by the time 10 years have passed, those same fans have experienced so many new games and styles of games and styles of storytelling. They've moved on in their lives and, and what they value in a story. For instance, by the time Fumito Ueda finally finished The Last Guardian, it was still a cool game. I still enjoyed it and have a lot of love for it. It didn't resonate the way Shadow of the Colossus did. Nothing can survive that. Development time, 10 years. Final Fantasy 15, so many years later, that length of time stuck in development hell or development purgatory, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> nothing's going to survive the expectations of the fans. And I feel like we were all let down because of that. It would have never, no matter what they did, it probably couldn't have lived up to the fans' hunger and expectations as they were waiting. Dummy question. Yes. Okay. 14 was an online based? Correct. Okay. Yes. So between 14 and 15, what, how many years? Well, 14 has been an ongoing. They're still updating 14. Okay. Like, so, so 13 to 15. It's more like 13 to 15. That's what I said. 13 to 15. How, what was that year gap? 13 came out in 2009. 15 came out last year. 15 came 16. out. 16. Really? 16, really? Yeah. So seven years. Yeah. Seven oh, yeah. Years. Wow, that's crazy. At the end of in like November 2016, huh? Yeah. So many years. years of gap, especially when it was first promised as part of the same a world. Different game. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so was by that the, the biggest of- gap in any Kingdom Hearts? No, Kingdom Hearts is friggin' <laughs> yeah. oh, 12 <laughs> years? 12 Shit. years on, on 14, Kingdom Hearts? 14. Well, I, I was joking around with somebody. I was like, it's been so long that Sora has kids now. Like, Sora's <laughs> like, like so, yeah. Sora's <laughs> my age now, essentially. <laughs> Like, dude, <laughs> but how great would it be if a game opened up and Sora's an old man remembering an old journey? That would be great. And right? not even an old man, man, and put make him in his thirties, make his bones creak every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, I remember. His blood this. pressure's up. He's fighting <laughs> with his weight, stuff like that. I would play that. No, I mean, like, dude, okay, sorry. The- Haley Joel Olsen is like. <laughs> <laughs> he went from <laughs> one day it's gonna go from like I see dead people to like now he's saying that because he's dead <laughs> <laughs> and they're still waiting for Kingdom Hearts. Um, the biggest gap in Final Fantasy games was that seven years was the biggest between big numerical ones. Uh, possibly I don't know what twelve to thirteen was. It was probably close to that though. Twelve two thousand six, so only three years. Dang. Um, two thousand six to two thousand two. Was twelve Four. to eleven, two thousand one to two thousand. Well, wait. For what did you say 11. from eleven to eleven to twelve? So eleven was two thousand two, and twelve was two thousand six. So well, that's a pretty big gap because Four. from twenty t- or ten is probably the last. Like eleven, I count obviously. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy. But, but then eleven too, they could milk for a while, right? Since it was an MMO, it was an MMO. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like the num, like the it is a numbered, but it's not a single player narrative based, right? You know, Got it. which is what you think of with the series, right? Yeah. So Final Fantasy fifteen to me, 
let's get into some good, the bad, and the uglies. I'll be real. Uh, I I love, and this is Titsuya Nomura's big kick these days, especially as of like Kingdom Hearts and then Kingdom Hearts 2 even more so with like Sora and Riku. His whole thing is like, it's all about friendship. Um, and Final Fantasy 15 is basically just like a love letter to friendship so and the like power, the, the power of like, I told you, I think I made this joke before how I saw some meme that it was like Final Fantasy 15 is like Final Fantasy broad trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can you ship that idea, Moses? Oh, I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Go on Tumblr and just be like, hey, yo, let me get some Final Fantasy 15. And they'll be like, we got you. <laughs> we got you, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Go Your ahead. Bro trips. No, just that. Um, I think it would, I think it has this, the probably in modern history, <laughs> one of the most clumsily written and almost needless love stories. Yeah. Luna Frey is in the game for what? Two scenes? Yeah. It was as clumsy and unearned as humanly possible. Now, also, though, I mean, the thing with Final Fantasy XV that they made a huge mistake on was developing the story across multiple media. Yeah. So you have to watch the movie. You have to watch the anime. You have to get the card game. You have to get the pogs. You have to get a tattoo. You have to get like, <laughs> like seriously, stop. You know, and like, I really think they were trying to capture the Final Fantasy VII magic of like, oh, there's a movie. What? Yeah. Oh, there's. But a- have you seen? Uh, was it Kingsglaive? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you got that cameo of Ultros, <laughs> and from Six, and then the rest of it is like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like I don't know what's up. Luna plays a bigger role in the movie than she does in the game. Right, right. It's like, and imagine if you don't watch Kingsglaive and you just play the game. Who? Why are you going to care about Luna Freya? Like she's right. in a couple. Um, what is it? In a couple flashbacks. Yeah. In fifteen. So uh, to me, that's the biggest flaw of fifteen itself. That it relies so much. You think about it, how much story content is actually in fifteen. And that to me is probably the the one of the big problems is that for all of the it really it seems like they so emphasized the fact that it's like four friends on an adventure on a road trip literally in their freaking you know Rolls Royce ridiculous car the yeah. ridiculous car <laughs> you can literally have it transform into a flying okay and can we can we admit that it's the worst airship in <laughs> in Final Fantasy history okay so the first time I took off I was like heck freaking yeah we got an airship boy and then two seconds later you crash and then I was like you crash and get a game over I didn't save before I boarded the airship. <laughs> and so I was kind of mind blown. I was like, you can crash the airship in this game easily. Easily. Not even like, it's dude. It's just hard to control. to land. Like, dude. Yeah. If you, okay, so you have to land on a road. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I think they added an off-road feature. I, that, now yeah. they did, yeah. Okay, but previously. Previously. <laughs> on Final Fantasy fifteen. So you have to land on a road with your car, obviously. But if it's tilted, <laughs> <laughs> it 
that thing has to be. And we're like, not even talking yeah. like if it's nose diving. <laughs> yeah. We're talking like if it is like slightly tilted, like boom, done. Yeah. And the things I've gotten a couple landings to where I I don't even use it. Yeah, I didn't even use it at a certain point. The but only gotten, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say the only time I've ever actually like legit use it is because there's that one like hidden uh dungeon right yes or you can only access by plane yeah that's the only time right yeah and i wanted to love it so much okay another thing that i hate and this is very personal about um final fantasy 15 is you start the game in mojave california <laughs> and i had my first job in mojave california <laughs> and i was like this Socks! I don't want to play <laughs> like, like literally a the opening scene. You're pushing your car. Yeah, I was like, this is the worst. Op- okay, so I don't want to get a little too like toxic in like in terms of like how much I lambast this game, but uh, I didn't care for it. I think that I think that there's a lot of possibility uh, possibility for emergence gameplay. In like you developing a story just by going around and exploring the world with your friends, and if that latches onto you, then that's great. But the actual s- saga of exactly. Noctis losing his father and his kingdom, dude, being that so was like okay. <sighs> the scene opens. You're saying bye to your dad. Like okay, son, it's your time. Like, go out there on this journey to get your bride. You're like, oh, thanks, Lion King Mufasa, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he basically is like, hey, screw you, Dad. You suck. You get in the car, find out your entire kingdom's been taken over, and then you're like, oh, wow. And what do hey, you do Hey, let's next? go hit up the hot chick at the gas station. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or let's catch some frogs. Or let's go fishing. Or right. let's go bounty hunting. Or let's just drive around what looks like Big Bear, California. <laughs> like, in our stupid car. Or let's take pictures of... and. I think that 15 and 13 are opposites in a lot of sense. 13 has too much openness to sustain its story. And I feel like what's unfortunate, again, because I think in their, in their intention was to emphasize the friendship. And I'll be real, for me, it was kind of fun, like the banter of like you're running around and and freaking what's his name? I can't remember their stupid names. <laughs> Prompto. Prompto. The guy that sounds like Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. Yeah. No, he does. <laughs> he does. You know, I think it was like, like Happy birthday <laughs> from Chuck E. Yeah. He sounds like, hey, Mac, let's take a picture. He literally does. He does sound does. like that. And once you hear it, you can't un. No. You can't un. Dude, all that, I'm thinking is like, the animatronics, and I was scared like, as a child. <laughs> it's yeah. nonstop. Like, yo, knocked. let's set up camp. Yeah. Uh, hey, okay. like, get out of my face <laughs> okay but though uh ignis ignis was cool ignis is I like cool. cool i like cool ignis where he's like i've thought of a new recipe yeah, yeah. a like, recipe he's like okay. here is, this is one of 15 where busy work and mundaneness is the game that's the entire game so like you could collect recipes and cook food um, oh because man why save the world when you can make a hot meal with your bro dudes and i love that it's all like literally like brand's name oh Camp- cup noodles <laughs> cup noodles so any, any time okay because you think about it realistically like this game has in, been in development for so long it's like they got so bored like like they didn't know any direction so they're like what are we gonna do in like 10 years say it's like year four Okay, year four, like, oh, do we have a sense of direction? Nah, man, a higher ups, you know, storyline still being developed. Like, so what do you do? Uh, just uh, cup noodle, yeah, cup noodles, and well, uh, it's not cur- only that. <laughs> like, you're, throughout the game, like, you don't level up, so you could fight 
do day and night cycles for a hundred hours, but you won't actually level up until you go to a rest spot and camp. Mm -hmm. And then you cash in all your experience points basically. And you start leveling up when they build camp. It's all like Coleman, like Coleman tents, Coleman, like Coleman uh, propane tanks. Like product placement everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, Hey, let me clear the (laughs) land with my John Deere tractor. (laughs) That's not in the game, but well, you think about it in terms of, okay, you're like, imagine, okay, it's year four on this. We're running out of money. We need sponsorships. Right, yeah. Right? So product placement. Um, but there's a whole side quest devoted to Cup Noodle. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, you're, let's go get the <laughs> toppings. And so there's this huge, yeah, there's this Topping. huge no, muscular. No, right now. You're shitting He's me. a no, total no, no. guido, dude. Yeah. He literally looks like he's from Jersey Shore. I love the character. Yeah. I love having him in my party. Oh, his shirt open, abs all the time. He's yeah. just like, okay, do we're you gonna love pull Cup up Noodle? A picture for Dan. Oh yeah, you Gladio. gotta see Gladio. Gladio, the biggest bro dude in his Final Fantasy. His name is Gladio. Gladio. <laughs> we're searching for Cup of Noodle toppings. Yeah. Did you I, get shrimp? Can you get like proteins? Like we need shrimp on this. Shit. Of course. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're not gonna good? make up like ingredients. This is Cup Noodle. <laughs> okay, you take it seriously. All right, Dan. Here's Gladio. Oh, look at that, dude. <laughs> and then they're like, how can we make him badass? Tattoos and a scar, baby. Tattoos and a scar, <laughs> dude. Of course. Yeah, he's got the scar. I think Danny needs to see everybody. All right, that was Gladio. Just so you get an idea, here's Chuck E. Cheese Boy. Yeah, Prompto from, like, the 90s rock band. Like, yeah. Here oh, yeah. Go. He's totally a like, little J-Rock kid. All right, yeah. here's a good one. Little J-Rock. Yeah, like yeah. he has the half Justin Bieber, half okay, spike. But you can't going on. see you can't see in there. He has like a, a sweater tied around his waist that's like um ah, uh, what is it? Like the old flannel nineteen nineties? Yeah, like flannel. Yeah, like and I was yeah. like, dude, this guy is <laughs> like what my friends looked like in the in the nineties, two thousand. Okay, then there's Ignis. Ignis is All right, let's is pull up cool. Ignis. Ignis is cool with his British accent. That's like Ignis random. Rock? Ignis basically becomes Daredevil by the end of the game. Yeah, spoilers for a game <laughs> that came out two years ago. Right. <laughs> like a like, right, here we like go. blind? Was he blind and like He's blinded at a certain point, yeah. Okay, he looks uh, I yeah, mean at least cool. they were like okay, let's just uh, all black. Yeah. Yeah. One style hair. He's and kind he's of sort of like your, he's he's almost like your Alfred at first. Yeah, like your your mentor figure. Yeah. Kind of, except Dude, every time you want to drive the car at night, and he's oh, like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "Hey, knocked. You've had too much to drink." Do you yeah, think? Exactly. <laughs> he's literally like, "Listen, I need to take the the the, yeah. the steering wheel." After because- the fifth time, he said that exact same conversation. I was like, "Okay, I think this game has some." Like, Does he think he like you have like too much issues. to drink at the? Local oh, here's a beautiful bar. picture. It's just like he didn't want you to drive at night. I mean, you're the prince. Well, because I, I will say this: what was kind of a cool concept was that at night. Like the demon boss. Hardcore monsters. Yeah, the hardcore yeah. monsters come out. So that's kind of cool just because it like gives you an incentive. Well, it's two things. Can One, you see them better than you or something? Or? He's just the daddy figure. He's the dad figure. So like when it comes to driving, he's like, no, they're going to appear on the road, Noctis. So let me drive because I'm an expert. A, you know, whatever. And I can run into them because I'm British. And we're all cab drivers. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so here he is. They got a trusty Chocobo behind them. It's an amazing scene. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at that. Oh, Chocobo, those big-ass okay. chicken the things. The big-ass yeah. birds. Can we address how Prompto takes some of the most awkward pictures <laughs> in the world? I mean, a guy whose entire shtick is carrying around a camera. And there, I've got a collection on the blog of, of photos. Where, is like, it like just Gladio's like, butt or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? 
Why do you take the pictures like <laughs> Dude, I saw the funniest thing. So you know how at the end of the game, and I think this was like a needless... Uh, so a needless scene. I think game. no. So Final Fantasy 15, the end of the game, they come back and there's this cutscene that I feel like they rendered and they probably like spent all this money creating it. So like we gotta just throw it in there. We already paid for it, <laughs> and it shows Noctis after he's freaking dead. And it shows him having like a moment. He's sitting on the throne with Luna and then he hands her a photo and it's like whatever photo you picked last. Right. And so I picked like this photo and it's like all the homies, (laughs) all the homies together like, yeah, Japanese, like V for victory. But I saw the funniest pictures where he's like handing pictures of like freaking the mechanic girl. And Danny, just so you know, like the depths of Japanese fan service, I'm going to show you the mechanic girl. Good old Cindy. Oh, yeah. And I've met apologists for Cindy. We're like, hey, hey, you know, she's just a strong, independent woman. I was like, who dresses like a Halloween? So so let me. So this is. Okay, good. So going back to going back to Final Fantasy 15. I don't know. Go ahead. Final Fantasy series Sid. In okay, Final Fantasy yeah. 15, Sid is the owner of this like garage. Okay. But he's too old. He doesn't necessarily fix cars unless you're like super upgrading them with rare crap and whatever. His granddaughter, Cindy, not Sid, Cindy, ooh, ooh, big, runs big the stretch shop. There. Big stretch. Let me show you a picture of Cindy. And this is the depths of Japanese fan service. Are you ready? Here's mechanic extraordinaire, Cindy. <laughs> okay so i'm not saying that that's the reason why people bought this game (laughs) but it might be but it might be um i I, she's like in this picture she's wiping sweat away from her brow like oh man that carburetor really did me yeah so (laughs) i got it i got in a conversation for comic-con bumblebee (laughs) bumblebee no, like oh, a I bumblebee. I can see it. I got I in a conversation it. with a guy who, the, the apologist for, for Cindy, who was like, hey, my wife looks exactly like that and dresses like that. I was like, cool. That's great, but it's a, <laughs> like good for you. But like, this is a ridiculous character. Can we just say this is a ridiculous character? Like, well, how much was she in it? Was she just like, she, 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 no. she, she fixed your car? She's, She's one of the first NPCs that you meet in the game. Like, literally opens up. Your car's broken down. She fixes your you're car. You're pushing it in the desert, and then she's the one you take it to to fix it. She's well, there. Well, obviously, the first, she like, doesn't know the, the first thing about landing gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the ones you take it to to upgrade to plane mode. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Some cool prompto pictures. I've got a. I have a friend who actually he really likes this game, but um, he's got this picture. Oh, sorry, Moses friend. Yeah, sorry, Moses friend. Um, he knows. But uh, he's got this picture where he's, like, leaning in like that, prompto, and it's over um, the death of Eris. Oh. <laughs> Every time I see it, I die laughing. So it's That's so, so messed up. Yeah. So, so it was was it okay? So what I hear about this game because uh, uh, everything everything that you guys yeah, talked about the dummy games, as the dummy as of the, the group <laughs> it's just super awkward. I just gotta yeah, I'll have to show you all these afterwards. I tried oh to collect goodness. the most awkward ones that I could. So as the dummy, I, I hear love and reverence towards a lot of these games. At least respect for two reasons. Number one, 
the diligence that they tried to give to the fans in the earlier, <laughs> obviously in the earlier games, but in the diligence they tried to give the fans, and number two in, hey, if you can find yourself in these characters, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And we can all ship that. <clears throat> awesome, beautiful. In my head, all the games you talked about, even how like great, you, you guys went in Labyrinth about, Labyrinth, uh, uh, elaborated a lot about Seven. But out of all of them, for some weird reason, which was the one with Lightning? 13? 13 st- standing in my head for some weird reason. I don't know why. I'm like, I think I like, I th- that, that sounds dope. Probably because there's one yourself. character named Lightning yeah. and another character named Snow. And a character <laughs> named Fang. Hey, the elements, bro. No. I'm a um, huge Avatar fan. <laughs> 13, 13 is a cool game. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. So that was the, the ones that stuck in my brain the most. Okay? I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I looked up a lot of like the gameplay. I think this right is... Here. I think... I'm just going to say, I think this needs to be a two-parter because we didn't even get to our favorites yet. No, 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 no. We will get to our favorites because Moses gave me the time that he... Because, I mean, Moses is a, is a, is a, is a big deal. Right? I'm a family man. Yeah, uh, and a family man, (laughs) big deal, well-read mage. So we will get to that, but I'm going to say that that one stuck in my head. But the 15 is kind of like, there was such a big gap between the last and this one that they're like, society changes, cultural changes, everything happened. Let's try and fit in so much that it was was a miss. Mm -hmm. It was a big swing and a miss because they were trying to fit a lot in this game of like taking, either taking selfies, let's look for this, let's look for this. And then even like the storyline, it was just, it was just not, it just didn't the the gears didn't click, right? You're like, okay, this, but I mean, I remember looking at the effects for it in the graphics. And I'm like, dude, this thing looks gorgeous, kind of a thing. It is. It is a super beautiful game. 